Welcome back. Here's where you left off. Spoilers ahead for Convergence, Book 3, Chapters 27 through 29. So, O'Connor. Ah, O'Connor. <laughs> Poor, do, are, do, okay, first off, I don't feel bad about O'Connor, but it was kind of badass for the guys to get him the way they did, and I, I really liked the way they worked as a team. I was very happy about that to see them sort of uh, coming together, each having their own role, and really uh, melding as a team. But also, it was like, easy, done. We got him. We, it, we grabbed him. He's gone. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, though, because it, it's been a while to see something like this from the guy, uh, from all of them, right? All of them, you should say, they're working together for a common goal, right? And when they did, it was... Is what we expect them to work on, right? They 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 did exactly what they need to do. Of course, drugs are involved <laughs> in a good way to knock the guy out. At the same time, too, that there was a moral uh, dilemma, in my opinion, regarding Michelle and Kaz and 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 the answers that he got from Mike and Isabel regarding Michelle. Right, and and what's what's up with Kaz trying to figure out what like there's a lot more question regarding Kaz in this one, especially the last ep- the last uh, the last chapters we wrote about him trying to make a backup plan and all that good stuff, and what his thinking about and in this in this three chapters you see him growing as a person trying to figure out what to do next. So instead of him living in the moment and trying to fix. Uh, the issue that he has in front of him, he's actually looking in the future, right? And at the same time too, he has this nice guy, compa- uh, nice guy thing that he wants to help Michelle to capture his aunt's killer. But at the same time, he wants to keep her at an arm's length and don't want to drag her even more in his world. Right? It's called throwing her underneath the bus. <laughs> yes, and I was not happy about it because. He he's just not really understanding that her working with him is a trust, and he believes that. I mean, logistically, he's he's protecting her, sure, but it's like he always had the intention of betraying her because she wants this guy for the murder of his her aunt, and she wants this person to spend time in jail so she can say like, "I capture my aunt's killer," and so forth. But that was never Kaz's plan. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. I mean, I mean, what, what, I mean, what, I mean, like, I, I, I look at this and say, she always talks about Kaz. We have to trust each other, and and he's always asking things of her, and he's like, just, just do what I want. Don't ask questions. Just go and do. Give me this favor, and she goes and does it. But yet, at the most important thing that she has, he betrays her. I mean, he's still dead. I mean, we're we're fine with that. He was a he was a greaseball, but you know, whatever. But I mean, <laughs> it's like yeah. she's gonna get what she wants. She doesn't get in the way she wants, and that's that's his justification for it, right? Yeah, I, I get this feeling as well too that the reason why he did that is because he wants to make sure that I, I think it came up several times in several episodes, uh, chapters already regarding how she how he does not provide her information or she's being stopped uh, to provide that extra additional information to uh, to the team itself right 
And I understand if you want to do security things, security, information security, then that's fine, right? Knowledge is power, right? But at the same time, you're asking a person that works for the federal government as a federal agent for the FBI to provide information to from her to him. And, and every time she asks for information... He's, they said no, you can't give that information. So there's no, there's no back and forth of uh, of trust here. Michelle's already not trusting him since day one, right? But she has no choice. Mora- if you look at this in, in 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 Michelle's point of view of mora- of morals here, she she knows she's doing the right thing, right? But at the same time, she has an oblig- uh, uh, obligation and duty to prevent future crimes. Right, and you have this wizard that deep down inside she has no clue what's happening about this wizard thing, and she doesn't even believe it. She sees in her eyes; she can see it that's happening, but she does not believe that this magic thing is floating around the world. Right? It's like being you're being you're being skeptical, and at the same time she's trusting her sight, her senses. You know, it, it's the point of he would never have gotten to Luca. Without her help. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he used her aunt's death as the way in to... So in, in a way, he keeps on manipulating her. And it is for the right reason, but it's not something that I think is beneficial to her as a character. And I want to believe that she's going to turn into a part of the team a more, but Mike and Isabel are like, no, no, she's never ever going to be a part of the team. She's never hold her at arm's length. And it, it's a disservice to her because she's the only, she's one of the only reasons they get half the stuff done. They get done or they get the information they get. Yeah, no, I agree. So let, let's talk about the, um, the O'Connor situation with, uh, with the, with, um, with the crime family here. And Luca as well too. I think I think this storyline actually cements the 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 evolution of of Kaz, Isabel, and Mike, and and the night itself, right? So let's backtrack here a bit. So um, they got through Connor, so they kidnap Connor, right? Because of the help of Luca, they frame Connor, right? They they got into uh, one of the accountant's uh, partner's office, grab a laptop with all this information, all this this. This data that they can um, they can shut down the uh, the Grasso family, right? And uh, what they did is they, in my opinion, is very gangster, <laughs> very badass. That they drug O'Connor, put him in the uh, in in the uh, motel room. They called uh, what's his name uh, the Grasso's head family. What's his name, Jackie. And this and Kaz disguised himself like, hey, I got a Connor here. It's in the it's in the motel. Go grab him because he he screwed up, right? He's 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 a rat, right? The then the Grasso family went there, grabbed him, grabbed a USB stick with the information from the laptop, thinking that this is, this information is the one that's going to be used to to make a deal for the FBI. But at the same time, the uh, they got a tip that. That uh, O'Connor's truck is in this parking lot. Go grab him with a laptop, right? And before all this happening, Isabel took a copy of that laptop for information purposes, right? And next thing you know, Michelle called him. It's like, hey, we got the guy. 
but we, I don't I, I don't like you tipping the the Grasso family that they, they can find O'Connor. We want O'Connor instead of the, the Grasso family, right? This is when Kaz says, "Well, this is what it is." <laughs> this is when you're right. This is when you made a point that that the uh, Kaz switched to something that's like really nice, very moral person living the life, trying to survive to like backstabbing. I'm gonna throw you under the bus thing. I'm gonna do this my way, not your way type uh, type character. And well, Michelle still gets relevant information. It does. She sort it does. Of yeah. Gets. She will get the closure she wants because the guy's dead in a ditch somewhere. So, you know, you know, justice for her aunt. But being a in law enforcement officer, she's like, oh, this is all wrong. But in the end, it all balances out. It's just the betrayal between Kaz and, and Michelle that really bothers me about it. But then in the next chapter, we get into what I think is a really great moment for the team, where they meld together as a team, where they go to the warehouse and find uh, to interrupt the order's use or transportation of magical artifacts. And I know you really like this chapter a lot. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a very interesting chapter, actually. It, it, it was in the... When the chapter started, they, you read if you read it, it's you know you missed a there was a big chunk that's missing information, right? But how they convey that information at the end of the chapter, in my opinion, was pretty neat. So to to do a synopsis in here, so they what they did when before they went to the to the warehouse where uh, where the order is. By the way, the order has a warehouse with an engineering firm that's registered in their parent uh, a shell company in France, and this is when we found out that the order is from France, sort of. Somewhat, and and the and Certus found out about this and started buying properties around, buying businesses around them, right? And this is when um this is when Mike literally told Kaz, "Look, man, we we're still gathering information, but this is what we do. If we find something that's credible, we make sure that we keep an eye on that person. You're not the only people. You're not the only one that we're keeping an eye on, right? And and and." With that point, to be honest with you, it was like a uh, Mike is like grab, grab the knife, it'll do a stabby stabby in the side. It's like, dude, you're not the only one that's doing the work here, <laughs> you know. And it was a great, uh, it's a great, uh, a, like a low blow kick to Kaz to say, you're not the only person that we're keeping an eye on, you know, you're not the only person in our top of our list, right? And oh no, it, it shows them that they that the that Sirtis even though he's important to them, is not the only thing they're doing. They're still a professional organization trying to take down the order, and he's a very high priority, but they've been doing a lot of other stuff. And it makes strategic sense. Uh, I actually kind of loved when the bad guys come out and they're walking around the lawn with their flashlights and they're picking stuff up, and and I was kind of like, no, no. I was like, it's a FOD walk. Uh, meaning a reference to picking up material when an aircraft or a helicopter are coming into land, and uh, when I was proven right a, a few sentence, a few paragraphs later, I was like, "Oh, I was right." That was a little. I mean, maybe it was not obvious to everybody, but I knew what they were doing. But my objection was that they put a piece of metal down in the lawn. How, how did you know the guys were going to come out and search the lawn? Like it seemed like Craig had this is the end result I want. And he started to write it backwards to try to get to that end result. I, it was a little bit of objection I had with the chapter. For me, it's the opposite though, because they, during their walk itself, they took a piece of metal, 
right? And Kasler is like, hey, what's what's going on? Why are you p- picking this up and just tossing it away? He started, he started getting nervous. This is when uh, Craig went back, like literally did a time jump behind telling stories. Like, yeah, we knew there's going to be, uh, there's a good chance that Cas can't use magic to detect everything that's going around him, right? Or else he'll be detected. So what they did is they went to the store and grabbed a cast iron whatever, Mold uh, shaped it to a to like a like a ball and infuse it with magic. So when Kaz start using magic, try to find out if there's any other magic around there. The whole place was surrounded with magic already. So in other words, you're 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 polluting the the area with magic. I'm not. I'm, I know I'm using the wrong word here, but uh, like saturating the whole area with magic. So when he does his magic, he won't get detected. Right, and that's why there's metal balls around, and that's why the guy picked up the metal ball. Everyone freaked out a bit or got nervous. There's a reason why he did it, and to me, honestly, that was a genius way to do it. It's a genius way to say, "Hey, I can't use magic; I'll get detected, but I'll just, I'll just saturate the whole place with magic." Right, and now no one knows what's I, I, I going did on. Like, I did like the 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 blowing up of the helicopter and everything. It was very dramatic. <laughs> yes, it was very nice. And I love when he he apologized for that too. <laughs> It's like, sorry, guys. <laughs> Didn't mean to blow everything up. Yeah, uh, that wasn't really the plan. We were just trying to figure out what was going on. And then yeah. everything just blows up for them. I really enjoyed that. And uh, uh, one thing as well, too, that uh, when when the whole, when the the whole helicopter blew up, well, first of all, we didn't know it was a helicopter. There were thought that it was actually a truck coming in, right? That's when they questioned, like, why are they doing that walk? Right, and that's why I knew it was. I I knew it was a helicopter coming in because I knew it was a fod walk, and I thought, why would they clear a lawn for a truck to come in? Like it just it not it wasn't making sense until I read the next couple of paragraphs, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I, I I I figured it out. I just thought, like I said, he he had a point end point. He wanted to like work up the plot to it. So those first few paragraphs are a lead up versus he's like, here's how I want to end. The helicopter explodes. How do I get to that point? And he walks it back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so now the helicopter explodes. So they ran away. They're like, Oh, time to get out of here. So they left. And uh, here's the thing that this is when, uh, this is when everything started getting twisted in my opinion, or start changing slightly. The, I, I think, um, I think the best way to describe it, they get very comfortable with status quo right yeah yeah this this next chapter it the 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 chapter before and this chapter chapter are basically, 20 and 29 are basically opposites of each other and it's really weird where the team is great and then they become extremely complacent i mean they're they're in the house and Macarius and Giselle are playing a video game and mike and isabel are doing something else and they're watching a tv show or something and 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 I think it was Duke or, or Zeb or somebody wanted um, ice cream. So Kaz is like, okay, I'll just go and get ice cream. And I'm going to take Boots, Duke, and Azeeb with me. Magical and characters, all, by the way. Magical and, and, people. And, magical <laughs> and all of the people that are supposed to sworn to protect him are like, oh, I'm, I'm playing a video game. Oh, I'm watching a TV show. And none of them go with him. What? The heck? He, he, here's the I thing. mean, I mean, like, <laughs> he, he, he's. This is this is where I got really upset. In the same time, I kind of understand where this direction is going to, right? They were very, I should say, complacent regarding the protection of a of a, of a wizard 
that everyone told them to protect. It's like saying, "Hey, I have a federal, uh, I have a, I have a witness protection." person here and that person wants to decide to go for an ice cream and and all the people that are supporting to protect him here's the keys have fun call us if you need us it's like (laughs) the the, the problem is is that he starts driving down he starts to notice things and in in the first book in the first chapter of the first book of convergence his skills of I'm alone. Uh, it's only me. I'm I'm surviving. I have these skills. I have these senses. I have these uh, ways of doing things. He seems very intelligent, and suddenly he becomes a Dumbo who like <laughs> drives by trucks. He's like, oh, that that's kind of odd. Um, Why do I see this truck like twice? They're, they're on the side of the, yeah. And then there's like a red SUV, and he's like, oh, that that's kind of strange. Well, but oh, whatever, BMW. whatever. I just like. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's 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 sort of like the, I think I mentioned uh, mentioned it earlier in this episode that uh, that he became very complacent regarding what's actually happening around him. He became a uh, like like I said before. He was very attentive. He knows he has to survive. The only way he survives, he has to pay attention. In this case, he got so comfortable that there's people protecting him. There's a there's a genie with him, there's a magical talking dog, and there's a magical talking cat with him. What could go wrong, right? And he has magic. I can I can protect myself. What's going on? So I can go whatever I can do. I can do whatever I want to do, right? And this is when this is when it actually intrigues me. This is when I I start when I was reading twenty nine. I was like halfway to the twenty nine. Something's big gonna happen something massive is gonna happen something's gonna be like blow out of yeah it was very you can can literally read it in front of you there's something massive that's gonna happen next thing you know after ice cream disaster struck right no no it was a disaster struck again he keeps on getting red flags the road is literally blocked off red flag oh no i'm just gonna go down the dark side street and and that's where I'm gonna go. Like it was, it was terrible. I was like, "What are you?" I'm sitting there reading it, going, "What are you doing, dude? Don't go down the dark road. Don't do it. You know, any all movies end badly there. Just don't do it." <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the thing, though, because uh, when he was driving back to the house, he found out that there's a um, there's there's a road closure. So he decided, they should say, go to an alleyway. But in this case, he went to a side road. And um, when he got to the side road, he, there's a car, BMW, stop in front of him on the side. He already said in his head, keep going, don't stop. Guess what he did? He stopped. Right? And next thing you know, two people came in a car with guns. He has to start protecting himself. So he used magic to get rid of those guys. Right? But at the end of this chapter, uh, chapter 29, he used too much magic and blacked out. Right. Well, I mean, they they talk about the 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 car being flown black and so forth. So we don't actually know what's happened to him. And so you're. It's funny that it was kind of interesting that we stopped at the end of this chapter because I know you must have been the same way I was, where I'm like, "What's happening? We have to find out." And here's the, I'm like, uh, here, "This is where we started. Uh, this is when. This is when in this episode we're going to be reflecting what happened and looking at what's going to happen in the next few chapter after this because we just have our last three chapters of the book. So I I, I foresee a couple scenarios mm-hmm. here. One, Kaz is dead. <laughs> 
Okay, let's just say it's <laughs> that's not. a little far stretch, but <laughs> yeah, the whole sure. Car, the gold car flipped over. Okay, so maybe he's dead. I mean, two, he's alive, but he gets captured by the order because there's probably more order agents around somewhere, right around here. Or three, he he escapes somehow, and uh, he's in the middle of the woods. Or maybe um, Isabel and Mike and them show up finally to protect him. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's a little bit more optimistic my theory is this you remember back a few chapters ago that he asked for money right i have a feeling that after this little attack that's when he realized that i need to get out of here i need to like put the distance between certus and myself and let me do this my way i have a feeling that he took the money grabbed the grab boots duke and azid Left, literally disappeared. He, they literally okay. Well, let's just get, get out of get, here. We we had a discussion about that, and we were really going back and forth on it. And I, I talked about, you know, him leaving Sirtis as 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 a legitimate gripe about the fact that, by the way, we still don't know who Annie is. No, no, and how that's really bothering him, <laughs> right? And so I agree with you. That's a plausible scenario that could happen the next few chapters but I'm wondering if if they go that way where that will leave the book in the end but it also means that he's in more danger yeah he has all the magical creatures sure but if if he if we go down that road uh is Mike and Isabel or Macarius are they still going to be looking for him as a group or as Mike and Isabel go to you know Macarius be like okay you guys didn't do your job. You lost the guy. We're the professionals. We're going out on our own. So there's a lot of, with your way, there's a lot of bre- breaking up the band when they just got together. I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is they're, they're, they're going to break up the band and like because someone screwed up. It's like someone's going to be Yoko here. <laughs> I think that's 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 what's going to happen because I have this feeling that they, they if, if my scenario became reality i have this feeling those four people are gonna freak out and disband really really fast because if you're like i'm saying that they they mike and isabel will definitely call annie and say hey annie guess what happened we just lost him and i have this feeling (laughs) she's like you're fired you're so fired (laughs) just collect your last paycheck the only thing you had to do was protect like a 20 year old kid you were so fired. yeah so he so if they tell him that we did lost him the first thing he says go find him and they're gonna ask him how about the 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 knights gonna leave them they're not your concern anymore and that's if that happens Derek, the knights will literally gonna like go rampage and start looking for this guy looking for kaz they don't. They don't care what happened to it, it, other people around them. Their goal was to find Kaz and protect him. Mike it would be is, interesting to see that 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 if Macarius and Giselle break off and and sort of are like go do their own thing. But that would probably be in the next book because there's not enough time left in this book to sort of do any dramatic stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that would be an interesting plot line. Yeah. But again, I think my theory from a lot, I think the last episode or two episodes ago that Annie is the, is an older aunt, is an older person, right? Is a, it's, it's like a, like a wizard that doesn't have a power. Right. And I got this feeling that she's going to be the, uh, the key 
going on going forward uh, in the future but we don't know when though this is the problem this is the problem we always had this every episode Derek every episode we keep asking ourselves <laughs> because of when's me. Annie that's because coming of me. I keep on like when is, where is Annie that's that's my issue I'm like where the <laughs> when is she coming <laughs> yeah. is like, she, like a big deal here? like every episode that we talk to we talk about where's Annie and every time we go straight to the going going to the, to the next chapter to the next chapter and the next chapter we're hoping it should show up and to be honest with you I, I'm putting myself down on the ground right now I'm literally saying this in this episode we were not gonna see her until the end of this whole thing thank you for opening the book with us today subscribe so you won't miss our next episode we would love to hear from you send us an email at yourbookmarksinfo@gmail.com. at gmail.com join us again right here where you left off